Now, all of us know the significance of plum cakes around Christmas. Making plum cakes is an English tradition of ringing in the holiday, and a rather elaborate one at that. When one thinks of plum cakes, this country's cake isn't the first to come to mind. Its unique ingredients and rich history is a favorite throughout the country. We're exploring the history and origins of India's Allahabadi cake. I'm your host, Glenn Warren, and welcome to another serving of Seasons Eatings, the podcast which explores the history and origins of your favorite Christmas foods. Seasons Eatings is available on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you download your favorite podcast. So please take a moment and subscribe so we can have other listeners join us at the Christmas table. If you have a quick minute, please leave a review for the podcast. It lets me know how I'm doing as well as helps others find the podcast. And if you let me know you've left a review, I'll send you a Seasons Eating sticker as a personal thank you. Seasons Eatings can also be found on all the socials. All these links can be found on our website, seasonseatingspodcast.com. And while you're at the site, if you're feeling extra generous this holiday, you can buy me an eggnog. Every donation goes towards the running of the podcast and is greatly appreciated. And finally, you can let me know how I'm doing, leave a suggestion for future episodes, or just say hello at seasonseatingspodcast at gmail.com. India is a country with diverse religious and cultural traditions, and Christmas is one of the many festivals celebrated by people of different faiths throughout the country. While Christmas is primarily associated with Christianity, the festival has a rich history in India that goes back centuries. Compared to other religious festivals, Christmas is quite a small festival in India due to the number of people who are Christians, about 2.3% of the population, compared to people who belong to other religions. Having said this, the population of India is over 1 billion. So, there are over 25 million Christians in India. Christianity came to India in waves. It's believed that Thomas the Apostle arrived in present-day Kerala in 52 CE, and built the first church. Syrian Christians believed he died in what is now Chennai, in Tamil Nadu. Santom Basilica stands where some of his remains were buried. The story of Christmas in India dates back to the arrival of European colonial powers in the country. The Portuguese were the first to establish a presence in India in the early 16th century, followed by the Dutch, French, and British. These colonial powers brought with them their religious and cultural traditions, including Christmas. The earliest recorded celebration of Christmas in India was in 1510 when the Portuguese explorer Alfonso de Albuquerque arrived in Goa and celebrated the festival with his crew. The Portuguese established a strong presence in Goa, which became a center of Christianity in India. Over time, 
The celebration of Christmas spread to other parts of India, including the British colonies of Calcutta, Madras, and Bombay, now Mumbai. The British influence on the celebration of Christmas can be seen in India today, with many customs and traditions that are similar to those in the UK. One of the unique aspects of Christmas in India is the tradition of making and sharing sweets and snacks, such as kukuls or rose cookies and Allahabadi cake. A take on the English Christmas cake, the Allahabadi cake is also uses dry fruit soaked in rum, but alongside marabas, petha, and ghee to give a strong desi edge to the cake. Winter spices like nutmeg, cinnamon, and mace and ginger further elevate the flavor of the cake. The presence of ghee not only makes the cake more aromatic, but also very soft. The ghee can hold its own even in a high smoke point, and these cakes traditionally take a while to bake. So, in a way, ghee is not just a desi substitute to butter, but a unique selling point of the cake alongside petha, which brings lovely color and an interesting play of textures in the cake. Preparation for the cakes start early in the season. It takes almost a month for the wine to get fermented and the same amount of time for the plums that go into the cake to get well soaked up in the rum. Preparations for the cake usually start in October to give it time for the flavors to develop. Allahabadi cake is a unique dessert that originated in the city of Allahabad, which is now known as Prayagraj in the northern Indus state of Uda Pradesh. The dessert is a rich, moist, and decadent cake that is made with a variety of ingredients such as maida flour, sugar, eggs, nuts, and candied fruits. The cake is traditionally baked in a clay oven or tandoor, giving it a distinct taste and aroma. The origins of the Alhabadi cake date back to the British colonial era in India. In the late 19th century, the city of Allahabad was an important hub for British officials and soldiers. They were known for their love of cakes and desserts and would often request the local bakers to make them special cakes for their parties and gatherings. The Allahabadi cake has its origins in the fact that the city has a sizable Christian population thanks to the presence of the railways. For those not in the know, a sizable number of the Anglo-Indian community worked for the railways, and in their free time, came up with winsome gastronomic creations that convincingly added their Indian identity to westernized preparations. The local bakers in Allahabad, who are known for their expertise in making traditional Indian sweets and savories, began experimenting with the new recipes to cater to the British demand for cakes. They came up with a unique recipe that combined the traditional Indian ingredients with the British baking techniques, creating a cake that was unlike anything that had been tasted before. The first Allahabadi cake was made by a local baker named Kanhaya Lal Dukha Prasad, who used a mix of local ingredients and techniques to create a cake that was rich, moist, and had a unique flavor. The cake became an instant hit among the British officials and soldiers who would often order it for their parties and events. Over time, the popularity of Allahabadi cake spread beyond the British officials and soldiers to the Indian population as well. The cake became a symbol of cultural fusion and harmony 
as it combined the best of both Indian and British cuisines. We'll discover how popular the Allahabadi cake becomes after the break. What's up, dudes? I'm Jerry D of Totally Rad Christmas, the podcast that talks all things Christmas in the 80s. Toys, movies, specials, music, books, fashion, and fads. If it was gnarly during Christmas in the 80s, he's got it covered. Wait, is there a lot of things to talk about for the 80s and Christmas? Well, you got the movie giants like Christmas Vacation, Scrooge, and A Christmas Story. There are TV specials like Muppet Family Christmas, Claymation Christmas Celebration, and a Garfield Christmas Special. Plus classics shown every year. You also jam out to Last Christmas, Do They Know It's Christmas, and Christmas in Hollis. But most of all, it was a time for the most bodacious, best-selling Christmas toys ever, like He-Man, G.I. Joe, Transformers, and Cabbage Patch Kids. Yes, them too. We cover them all, plus much more, including standard segments like Hap Hap Happiest Memory, Gagney with the Spoon, The Other Half of the Battle, and Chant with the Littles. So tune in to Totally Rad Christmas everywhere you get your podcasts. Turn the clock back and dive into those warm and fuzzy memories. Later, dudes. On the Snow and Southtown Christmas podcast, we discuss Christmas movies, Christmas music, and we have fun segments where we always talk about something weird and something fun related to Christmas on each episode. If we're tired of making fun of Michael Bublé, I might recommend Pentatonics. I'm not going to play you two on this, on this podcast. Thank you. He's eating ice cream and crunch taters. He's just partying, man. Thank God it's them instead of you, right? I was going to say he was rolling over in his grave, but I don't think he's dead, but... Well, he's still doing it. When he heard Patty LaBelle, he <laughs> dug his grave and he rolled him. <laughs> How about 10s and 20s? 10s and 20s. Be sure to check out our website at snowandsouthtown.wordpress.com, where you'll find links to our Facebook, our Twitter, and our Discord. Uh, yeah, I'd like the tiny tots, please. You need a, <laughs> some small tater tots? Yeah, yeah, your tiny tots. He told them the whole time. They know one beagle. Fire that up. Speaking my language now. You can stream our podcast at iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher Radio, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. It's a problematic movie. Yeah, we should pee together at least once per decade, really. He is Dallas Snow Sato because he is. He's jingling those bells. bells. Some <laughs> jingling them bells. Jingle those bells. Look what you did, you little jerk. Check out Snow in Southtown. You won't you regret it. And by won't, <laughs> I mean will. Today, Allahabadi cake is a popular dessert not only in Allahabad, but also in other parts of India and even around the world. The recipe has evolved over the years with new variations and additions, but the essence of the cake remains the same. A delicious and decadent dessert that brings together the flavors of India and Britain. Leading the way would be the city's iconic Bushy's Bakery in Civil Lines, which first started baking these cakes in 1963. Owned by Muhammad Aslam, the making of the cake is preceded by a unique process. The customer brings in their own ingredients. And amidst much laughter and chatter, the cake is baked in front of them. The preparation of the cake is largely manual, which adds to the flavor of the cake and makes it all the more special, even as the aroma of the cake wafts through the corridors. While most of the demand for the cake is around Christmas, we do make it on order as when the customer asks for it. 
Waiting for the cake is a pleasurable time for families. They book the same time slot as their friends so they can gather here. Plus, we take the trouble of hand mixing it. It's time consuming, but so worth it, says Tarek, Aslam's nephew. As a result, no two cakes taste the same. In an era of machine mixing, here's to handcrafted love. Selling at about 550 rupees, which is about $6.60 US for a kilo, the cake goes to other cities as well. We bake around three to 4,000 or more in the month of December to meet demands. The Bhaktis have to run 24-7. Three huge bakeries dominated the space, says Allahabadi resident Rochelle Pereira, Malu, Mathu, and Bushies. Of the three, only Bushies has survived and thrived. Interestingly, the name Bushi was a nickname for Aslam's father, the affable Muhammad Jumurati, who got his name from his thick beard and consequently passed the same on to his beloved bakery. And it's thanks to his culinary experiments under the guidance of a venerable old Anglo lady from the railway colony that the Allahabadi cake came into being. It was the Christmas season of 1963. Our regular customer, Miss Barnett, had an ace or two up her sleeve. As she came to us to carry out her baking, she brought out a whole lot of petha along with the maraba, a marinated fruit. My father was astounded. Whoever heard of petha in cake? But she firmly told him to do as he was told. The result was magic. The cake went on to acquire legendary status, reminisces Aslam. As things stand, you can't just have a Bushy's Allahabadi cake. You've got to wait for it. Book your slot, wait patiently for your turn, and then bring your ingredients along and watch the Bushy staff work their unique magic on it. What gives its flavor of its own are the wooden ovens atop a coal furnace. No electric nonsense for us. Slow and steady wins the race for hearts. Perfection takes time, expresses Aslam. Pereira says that wait is worth it. When we send it to our relatives abroad, they say it's nothing like they've tasted before. And to think this cake that regularly features among the top Christmas cakes of the world comes from the heart of Prayagraj. That's India for you. The marmalades, maraba, and preserved fruit are best bought at the city's local markets, and the ghee is best made at home. Yellow butter is too runny, and the taste is not the same. Why even use it when most Indians know how to make ghee? It is the one ingredient that makes the alhabadi cake stand out, says Aslam. One of the main ingredients for the cake is petha. Petha is a sweet made from white pumpkin, also known as ash gourd or winter melon. The dessert is primarily associated with the city of Agra in the northern India state of Uttar Pradesh, where it's been produced and enjoyed for centuries. The origins of Petha can be traced back to the Mangala area in India, which spanned from the 16th to the 19th century. The Mughal emperors who ruled over large parts of India were known for their love of fine food and desserts. 
The story goes that one of the Mughal emperors, Akbar the Great, was fond of a sweet made from white pumpkin that was prepared by his royal chefs. The royal chefs would cook the white pumpkin in sugar syrup, infusing it with fragrant spices and flavors such as cardamom, saffron, and rose water. They would then shape the cooked pumpkin into various forms such as cubes or diamonds and garnish them with nuts and silver foil. Over time, the recipe for petha was passed down from generation to generation, and it became a popular dessert not only among the Mughal royalty, but also among the common people. Today, petha is a staple sweet in Agra and is enjoyed by people from all walks of life. The production of petha has also become a cottage industry in Agra, with many small-scale producers making the sweet using traditional techniques and recipes. The sweet is sold in various forms, such as plain, stuffed with nuts, and flavored with fruits like mango and pineapple. In recent years, petha has also gained popularity in other parts of India and around the world, with many people enjoying its unique taste and texture. Christmas is a time when invitations are not needed. Friends can land on each other's homes any time on Christmas Eve to celebrate. The nightly silence is broken, and the air rings with Christmas carols and soul, jazz, and rock music. Or maybe you can gather your friends and family, collect some ingredients, head on over to your local bakery, and enjoy a fresh, piping hot piece of Allahabadi cake. Thank you for listening to this serving of Seasons Eatings. Seasons Eatings is available wherever you download your favorite podcasts. And please, if you can leave a review about the show so you can spread the Christmas cheer. And if you let me know you've left a review, I'll send you a Seasons Eatings sticker as a personal thank you. Also, I would love to hear from you. Send me an email at seasonseatingspodcast at gmail.com. Let me know how you like the show, suggestions for future episodes, or just to say hi. And I know we all get busy, so even sharing the podcast with someone you know who loves Christmas would be a big help. And if you're feeling extra generous this holiday season, you can buy me an eggnog. Head on over to SeasonsEatingsPodcast.com and click on the little cup in the corner. Each small donation helps with the daily running of the podcast and is greatly appreciated. Seasons Eatings also has great items for you or your loved ones for the holiday season, So head on over to SeasonsEatings.com, click on the Merchandise tab, and find your next great gift. I'm your host, Glenn Warren. Thank you for listening, and tune in again for another serving of Seasons Eatings. Seasons Eatings is also part of the Christmas Podcast Network. Whatever interest you have with the holidays, there's probably a podcast out there covering that topic. You can find Seasons Eatings with all the other podcasts at Christmas Podcasts, Dot com. Drop on by to find your next podcast addiction. All music for Seasons Eatings is used under the Creative Commons license. If you're in business, you probably have a website, but can your site handle your growth? How many visitors before your site slows down or crashes? What about storage and data security? 
From web hosting to virtual servers, Pair Networks provides the online infrastructure you need to start, grow, and flourish. When it comes to security and updates, don't worry, we've got you covered. Our 24-7 U.S.-based customer support is the best in the industry. No frustrating chatbots or sitting on hold for hours. Check out Pair.com today to learn more. That's P-A-I-R.com.